Tēnā koutou. You're listening to a Tātai Ahorau Core Education Podcast. Kia ora, Core Rochelle Tokuingua. My name's Rochelle and I'm here today with Amira Aman, who is a facilitator who specialises in mentoring and coaching and supporting others to also mentor and coach other teachers. Kia ora, Amira. Kia ora, Rochelle. It's nice to speak with you today. Indeed. I really was interested and intrigued when you emailed me the other day with the idea of a podcast involving, as you put it, the title Swimming with Sharks. And I wondered if you could expand on that. (laughs) Indeed. I was in a high school last week and I was speaking to a whole staff And we were looking at various pressures and changes that the staff were uh, navigating. And I was looking at their faces of of everything that they were um, dealing with. And that was an image that I had in my mind, that they were having to navigate all of these things that were coming at them unexpectedly sometimes and from around the corner and the ones that were coming straight at them. So they were navigating NCEA changes. They were navigating, you know, this COVID world that has been so disruptive and they were also navigating pending CAPNA. So as you can imagine, all of these things were particularly, you know, stressful for them. And I was there to help talk to them about about change, really, and the change process and what that means for us and how we can how we can support one another one another through a time like that. So when I'm thinking of this metaphor of sh- swimming with sharks, which is is the the uh, image that I had in my mind, you know, I'm really uh, reminded that we're not swimming alone, that we are all surrounded by each other and we can really support one another and that's uh, probably the message that I'd like the most to, to get through from this podcast is that we have the capability of helping each other navigate even the trickiest of times, even the trickiest uh, of layers of change which is certainly what I'm seeing at the moment and we can do that by really coming together, working on our trust with one another and really using our skills and having effective learning conversations to support one another so we can get through uh, whatever it is that we are facing. Oh, fantastic. At the moment, it's quite a new normal. Can you expand on the change process? Sure. I think in education, we're experiencing so much change and I support a number of uh, Tumawaki, Kaako, Azakarahi, which is a, a mentor at CORE, and I can really see and hear firsthand what it is that happens to us when there's this constant state of change. And so part of it is understanding what it is that how we're reacting and what it is we need, but also what others around us need. And so it doesn't really matter whether we're talking about you in a leadership role or whether you are a member of a team, a department, a syndicate, you know, whomever. But we all need different things. And really the the foundation that we all need is some trust. We need that relational trust. 
And the reason we want to have that is we know that if we can trust one another, if we can work together as a, as a really collaborative functional team, we benefit um, our tamariki, their, their outcomes that, that are paramount to us, and we can do that. So what's going on really in change is what you're asking me. And there's, um, Levy talks about uh, first order change and second order change. And the first order change, you know, I would liken it to, I know how to use a cell phone, uh, I'm all happy with that. You give me a, a swap between an iPhone and a Samsung, for example. Yes, there's some differences. Yes, it's a bit annoying to learn how to use, you know, the different functions, but I cope. It's kind of an extension of what, um, what knowledge I already have, and it's pretty consistent uh, with what I know. So I can adjust to that. Second order change really represents a, a quite a shift and this can be really difficult for kāko or for tumāke or in anyone uh, really um, in education where you really feel like it's outside of what you have been doing and it's really going to challenge how you see yourself, your identity as kāko, it's a really disturbance to uh, what you're currently doing. So it might be something like uh, the experience for kāko who move from um, single silo to a collaborative teaching space. And that may really throw up and challenge, what does it mean to be a teacher? What does it mean to uh, support um, tamariki in different ways? And I'm sure you're thinking, Rochelle, when you're listening to me, that for some people, the same events, so the same change, you know, NCA changes, you know, the, the COVID world, a CAPNA, any of those things could represent first order change for some people, but second order change for others. So the thing we need the most is to recognise that and recognise that people need different things. And so we need people to support us, really, is, is the bottom line. So... In what I do in terms of mentoring and coaching and for those who are supporting others in a context, we really need to recognise what do they need and how can we support them the best that we can. So if you're grappling with the, you know, changing a phone, for example, the first order change, you probably just need a manual or someone to sit beside you or a, or a video that's kind of like a show me how um, to navigate this. You know, what are the new standards? Uh, what's the process for um, reapplying for a position? That sort of thing. But if it's more the second order change, this is really more of a, you know, an emotional response. It's really uh, looking at what it is that we, how we're engaging with it, that we need some, we need someone to listen, you know, a mentor or a coach, someone to, you know, walk alongside us or a, or a leader who will give us that time. We need space to talk through it uh, and opportunities, you know, con to contribute our ideas. And so what I see often, you know, not just in, in the high school that I was referring to, but in so many of the contexts uh, where I support, is that there's often this idea that that support needs to come from outside. Uh, however, we can all play a role in supporting one another. And that might be about developing our own mentoring and coaching skills so that as a member of a department or a team, a syndicate, a service, wherever you, whatever your co-papa is, is that you have the skills to support one another so that we can build that really strong relational trust that I mentioned uh, to begin with because really that's our foundation.
you mentioned there and you gave some examples about different people reacting to change differently and also what they need for support. I know you've worked with quite a few schools over the years and are there a couple of examples that you can recall of helping particular people, how they were supported by those in their school? Yeah, great question. So it could be that, you know, someone that is experiencing, let's say, you know, NCA change, and for them, that's just first order change. They say, okay, you know, I'm familiar with assessment, standards-based assessment, I get this, this is just a modification. They might just need to look at what the new, whatever it might be, literacy standards. And that's certainly an example that I'll give, that someone said, okay, all I need is I want to see them, I want to see how it works, I want to talk with my, my team, and then we'll work out how it is that we will, will implement that. So for someone else, it could be much bigger than that. And the example I would give would be HOD of maths, who really looked into how they were organising their classes and really felt that de-streaming was something that they really wanted to investigate. And they did lots of reading behind it and they looked at the data of how their tamariki were achieving with the streamed classes that they currently had. And they could really see for themselves that really it was a, a disadvantage to particular tamariki uh, if they were in stream classes. And so this was a, a huge change. This was flying in the face of everything that they had experienced in, in a, a long teaching career. So this was quite challenging. And not only did they experience this change for themselves, but then they were in a position of needing to lead others along that change and experiencing a lot of resistance to that. So what did she need? She needed the time to do the research. She needed to have some data. She needed to talk to people uh, to get to a place to really see uh, what changes were needed in her department. And then she needed the support in order to be able to lead that change with others and to recognise that there'd be resistance and recognise what her team needed in terms of uh, you know, some, some good listening skills and good good at you know, being there to emotionally support people as they grappled with what is quite a challenge. If you've taught a particular way for a number of years, it is hard. You're confronting a change of theories of practice and they need an opportunity to feel heard, to contribute their fears, see what good practice would look like in, in a different model uh, in order to be able to imagine their place in that. And so all of that really requires us to be able to have really effective learning conversations. We need those mentoring and coaching skills to enable us to be able to navigate uh, these tricky times of change. Kia ora. Thank you so much for your time and sharing your examples and experience with us. Kia ora, Rochelle. Tēnā koutou. You've been listening to a Tātai Ahoro Core Education Podcast.